When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Uh, yeah, I hope so, man. Uh, everything uh, seems to be running okay this time. Yeah, maybe. I've got Rockfin up, I think. You have Rockfin up? Are you looking I, at it? Are we live? Are we there? Uh, I think so. It says live. Press yeah. stop streaming on OBS when finished. Oh, yeah, that's us. Ooh, I see, I see, I see. Why am I logged out? Bastards. Who the hell they are logging me out? They'll randomly log me out, too. I hope we have audio this time. Mm, that's the next thing, isn't it? Can you hear us? Oh, my wife just texted me, or messaged. Mm-hmm. I'm making some noise here. Yeah, I always make noise. All I do is bump my mic, and it's noise city. Yeah. I was so scared. I thought my mic went bad. I was telling you all the issues I had with Streamlabs OBS. I don't know if anybody listening has had this issue, but Streamlabs, for whatever reason, was giving me this strange, strange uh, feedback loop where when I would, like, I was trying to test it and figure out what the issue was. First off, it sounded like I was in a tin can. And then all of a sudden, I said testing, and it was like, test, and then it just got louder and louder and louder and then it was just clipping it was just like Da-da. like you're getting sucked in the matrix it was yeah it was uh really bizarre uh i don't know what it was uh but i was like fuck you streamlabs and i just went straight to good old oh. school obs baby but but they're they're the same thing i don't i don't understand how one is so superior to the other Literally the same thing, dude. <laughs> and they're made by the same people. I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway. So we, what happened last week, we abandoned that episode. Should we even talk about it? Is it like taboo to talk about that one? I think we should just mention it, you know, because we did have uh, at least one other comment other than my wife saying like, no audio. There were two two other comments, I think. Oh, did it end up being two? I might be wrong about it, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, we—I mean, we we had a little issue last week, but hey. Yep. You know, uh, I'm sure even the great ones have issues from time to time, right? Who? Who are the great ones? Us, baby. <laughs> time to time. <laughs> Man, I have got a doozy of a thing for everyone. That's great. Holy crap. I, I love getting into this. This was this was awesome. And I'm not done, really, because I still want to build out some details for the further episodes that have to do with this. Okay. Well, I mean, 
the people on Rockfin, everybody knows what the title is already. So, uh, Norse Creation and Origins. Nor, I mean, look, I played God of War. So, I, I, you know, I got a little special place in my heart for Norse mythology <laughs> now. I love it. But didn't, didn't you have a little bit of interest before? You talked about not, you didn't watch the Vikings, but you, you wanted to. Yeah. So, my dad did that like, not 23 and me. It might have been 23 and me or whatever. And we found out we had some Norwegian in us. And I was Ooh, like, baby. fuck yeah, fucking Vikings, baby. So, uh, you know, ever since I found that out, I was a little interested in it. So we're like, we're a bunch of different things. We're like Norwegian and German, some Scottish and some Irish. We're a little bit of everything, but. You're European the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. No denying your Anglo-Saxonation. Isn't that where it is? Anglo-Saxon is European, that kind of area, like the whitest of whites. You might be right. <laughs> I said right. <laughs> I never dug into that all that DNA ancestry. Because ancestry.com, what is it, like 20 bucks a month or something? I don't know what it is. Something crazy like that. I can... Right off the top of my head, I can go so far back on my dad's side and then even less so on my mom's side. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. But it's not very far at all. It's like my dad's grandfather or great-grandfather. Wow. That's about it. And then my mom's dad, like he was born before birth certificates and social security numbers, so he was just born in some house on some mountain in West Virginia and his, I don't, he never knew his dad. Hmm. His mom just gave birth to him, and then she died of birth. So grandma, his grandmother, just gave him her last name, and that's all I know. Well, that's kind of weird. Yeah, that's it. So what, like, just a, in a century, a hundred years of people is all I know? Yeah. But this goes back to... Well, the Vikings were definitely more active in the 7th, 8th, ninth centuries, and then even more so later on when the planet started warming up. Whoa. Oh, yeah. That can't be true. <laughs> oh, my good sir. It is so very true. There's records. There's records and the mainstream media is telling us there's no records of when the Earth was even hotter than it is right now. Well, that's... No, that can't be right, man, because they didn't even have cars back then. And you know the cars <laughs> are doing it, right? Oh, it's the cars, it's the petroleum, we're making too many balloons. We've got all the... It's not only the cars burning it, it we've got cow farts. So now you're blaming the cows. Everybody's blaming the cows. We've got the methane everywhere. You know what we need to do? We need to start eating bugs. That's what they want us to do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what the powers of B want us to do, man. Start eating bugs. I'm not eating a fucking bug. If I'm starving to death, I'll eat a bug. But don't tell me I got to start eating bugs to save the planet. Because fuck you, you know? I don't know, man. You going to line up for your cricket whopper here in a couple of years? Not a chance. No? No way. You're Would have you? to change that name to Cricket King. Ew. Not a burger anymore. Unless they do, like, uh, Big Pharma's doing now and just change definitions of shit as they go along. That's, hey, 
it's quite possible. You know, they love to do that kind of shit, right? Ugh, kills me. Well, with the the Norse stuff, there is a little bit of potential conspiracy kind of thing, government control, just for the telling of the story. Um, Let me get into all this, and then I'll tell you the person that may have been persuaded. Beautiful. So the first episode here is going to be Norse creation and origins. And I'm planning on three episodes because there's just so much ground to cover with these people, gods, the creations. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking for the second episode, it'll be Norse tales and stories. There is a difference between tales and stories. I looked it up. Okay. And then the third episode will have to do with Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Everything's going to fall apart. Like our episode last week. (laughs) That was our Ragnarok episode. (laughs) It was awful. We've had a couple of those. Yeah. Can you have a couple Ragnaroks? Nightmare episodes. I think you can only have one Ragnarok, right? Is that what we're going to start calling them? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Well, by the end, we might change our mind on how many ends we could have. Oh. It's a cycle. Yeah. You know what? I think we've talked about that before. I mean, not... Norse mythology-wise, but we've talked about how this is all a cycle. You know what I mean? You get to a certain point, and then you hit the great filter, boom. Humans start over. Start over. Yep. The whole thing. Everything. Um, the sources that I use, I mean, there's so much to cover, but there was a just you know a handful of sources that I used. I think they definitely need to be mentioned. The book that I listened to, or I guess a series of books that Matt Clayton has. Uh, They're Captivating History. I don't know if you've seen anything with him. He's got dozens and dozens of books about everything. Uh, I don't think so. It doesn't sound familiar to me. Well, one of the books, I think there's three that he has specifically for Norse mythology. The one that I got into the most, it was about a three and a half hour audio book. Norse Mythology... Deep breath. A captivating guide to Norse folklore, including fairy tales, legends, sagas, and myths of the Norse gods and heroes. And there okay. you go. Yeah. Exclamated with the, the dog in the background there. <laughs> we're just <laughs> here. We're just people, man. We're normal people, and we have dogs that bark. And we have people in other rooms that talk. It happens. Yeah. That's not what you're here for, though. I got kids upstairs who stomp. I got to clear my throat sometimes. Yeah. Damn it. I've been sick for the past couple of days, man. What happened? I don't know. Must be the Omicron. I was wondering because you you haven't been quite, like, usually when we text each other, you're a little more excited about stuff. And uh, I got the new shirt on. Yeah. And I texted you this morning and you're just like, yeah, nice, man. Like, yeah. (laughs) Just blew the wind out of my sails. How am I supposed to go to work now? Sorry, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it looks great. The shirt looks great. I, lo- I like the designs and stuff. I re- that alien looks cool, man, with the green and all that shit. I just, I've been fighting something. It it kind of got me down and. Oh. I'll be all right. Omicron. Maybe. They say it's not that bad. Well, the media says it's super bad, but. They don't even know what the fuck is going on. You can see in the in this week, this week alone, in the headlines of this week alone, they've contradicted themselves. I just saw a thing. 
I don't even know if I heard it or saw it or read. I don't know. But uh, even Fauci came out and said that it's not that bad. I can't believe he did that. Right. But we're still banning travel to and from South Africa right now. Right? Still banned? Pro- probably. I don't know, man. They do a lot of goofy shit. Ah. We can't get into that right now. No, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> uh, another source was, man, another source was like Mike Tyson over here. Because <laughs> I'm trying to say what the source was, mythnerd.com. And I don't know if I'll start diving into more myths of the world. Greek and Roman are pretty close, but then there's a lot of similarities between this and Greek and Roman with all the various gods and then all their gifts that they do. Okay. And all Mithner, they, are, they also had Chinese myth. So I don't know. I don't know anything about that at all. Do you? Dragons and shit? I mean, it could be completely wrong. Uh, no. No? It's not dragons and shit? I don't know anything about dragons. But I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I may or may not get into it. Some of these I really get into, like the Hermeticism, loved it. Uh, Norse stuff here, love it. Well, we'll see. Okay. Well, you, uh, do Norse... fight, you do fight a dragon in God of War. Jormungandr? Huh? Jormungandr? I don't remember its name. Is he in the water? No. You fight him kind of early on. What dragon? Kind of early on, I guess. The it... only one I know in Norse myth is... Norman Gunder, Midgard Serpent, Bane of Thor. That's not the World Serpent? What's the World Serpent? Yeah, same thing. Oh. It, Power Snake, all of them. They're oh, <laughs> yeah, no, this is, uh, you see the World Snake in the game, but I forget what part it is, but you fight, yeah, at one point you're up at the, like, the top of a mountain or whatever, and you fight this dragon, and then you hmm. take his tooth. What? That's the thing? Might have to dig into that for the next episode. Yeah, then... There's a million and one tales of Norse mythology. And I don't know if we're actually going to make it to anybody familiar by the end of this episode. What? Thor. No, this is only the beginning. <laughs> Thor, you want to talk about Thor? There, I just said one. So there, we, oh. we did it. Odin will come around very soon. Okay. Soonish. Anyway, uh, next website is North Des. Norse-mythology.org. And that's, this one goes into more detail than the others. But then there's this guy who has a, he has a YouTube channel who really gets into this stuff and loves his accent. He's, I don't know if he's Scandinavian or if he's uh, Norwegian or, or what he is. His name is Aris Harger. A-R-I-T-H-H-A-R-G-E-R. Okay. And if you... You can either look that up on YouTube, or you could look up Emir, the Scream of Life. Y-M-I-R is the the primordial god of Norse mythology. And you can find his channel there. And now, a fun name. And this is the guy who may have been influenced by the church to write and compile Norse mythology in such a way that it Feels like the Christianity story. Oh boy! So, mm-hmm. So it's a fun name. Prepare yourself, Snorri Sturluson. 
That's not his real name. Yes, it is. What the fuck? Who names yep. their kid Snorri? I don't know. People in the 12th century. You don't even know if he snores yet. <laughs> Sounds like uh, that was one of the uh, seven dwarves' names that they didn't, they didn't use. <laughs> Snorri. I'm like, no, no, no. No, call- no, we'll go with Sleepy. <laughs> it's more fun. <laughs> um, but even Aerith Harger and Matt Clayton, who wrote the first book that I said, they were both a little bit... They used Snorri's sources, but they they weren't sure if how much was true Norse mythology from that time because it seems so much like Christianity, and if you start digging into the meanings of different words, then it's almost like Snorri didn't realize what it was. He just started making shit up at one point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it does sound like some religions, right? Yeah, he well, he got so much information, then he's like, mm, well, what about this? And he just started filling in the blanks and just started making shit up. Sounds like our old buddy from the Mormons. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what was his That's name? how culture started, and then a religion is born out of that. What was that fucking guy's name? Who, the guys from the Mormons? Yeah. Uh, Larry Smith. Mormon. Something Smith. It wasn't John Smith, was it? John Smith. Yeah, that doesn't... Something young out with Pocahontas. Anyway, that's not Norse <laughs> or mythology. It's crackery. Quackery. Crackery. Uh, yeah, crackery. Quackery. <laughs> I'm hungry. Can't you tell? <laughs> Where's my crackers? But the issue with uh, compiling all the Norse tales and sagas and the myths and all this was that people were separated because it was a, a time of it was kind of an ice age in the early millennium. Well, I guess it was the towards the end of the first millennium, like 800s, 7800s, 900s. So people were separated, and they were in different factions. So there wasn't really a Norse religion, per se. There wasn't, like, priests and shit going and said, oh, well, come, we got to go do this on Sunday. Come mm. on. No, it wasn't like that. It was They were just passing stories down. Maybe there were some boogeyman kind of situations. But since they were in different factions, they were telling stories slightly differently. So there wasn't really a coherent, straight, Bible-type story for Norse mythology. Okay. So that's kind of what Snorri was doing, was trying to compile all this stuff. And then when he couldn't find something, he'd just be like, oh, well, where's the fucking cow? There was a cow there. Of course there was a cow there. I, there's a cow there now because I said so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is, this is really cool. You know how in pretty much all creation stories it starts with nothing? Mm-hmm. Even, even science creation. Right. There was nothing and then there was a big bang. Yeah. And we're still expanding from that big bang. Supposedly, right? Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Yeah, how are we supposed to actually know? I don't know. Science, religion, myth, science, faith. We got faith in these scientists, right? I think uh, science is the new religion. Yeah. Maybe? Definitely. People worship science. 
if science is the new religion, then we are breaking off. So how did it start? Christianity started out just fine, but now that what do we have? We've got Baptists. We've got Catholics. We've got Lutherans. Now with science, we've got vaccinated, unvaccinated, fuck your science. <laughs> it's uh, a fucking mess out there, dude. Yeah, it really is. I mean, like I said, people worship science. And they worship these, these I don't want to call them fake scientists because they're not fake scientists. They're just, they're talking they're, heads. They're pro- prophets with an education. Yeah, they're, they're just talking heads. You know what I mean? They, they're like, all right, Mr. Fauci, you get up here and you say what we tell you to say. And and you act like uh, real sciencey about it. All right, Bill Nye, you're non-scientist, but we'll pretend you're a scientist. You get up there and you say what we want you to say. Yeah, go up there and science the shit out of this. Mooney agrees. Mooney agrees. Mooney agrees. Story. <laughs> Science. Hell is yeah, religion. Mooney. That's yeah. right. Damn right. Uh, what was the other? So we've got the Big Bang. We have the Bible creation. There was nothing, and then God started putting shit together. Yeah. In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. But this is the first time I found the, a name for the nothingness. In, in Norse mythology. In Norse mythology, okay. Yeah. So as far as I understand, gathering all this stuff, uh, it's pretty much a nothing with all the potential. Uh, I mean, that's what they said the Big Bang was. It was nothing. Nothing. And everything was just all fucking dense and then it exploded. So it was nothing, but it had all the potential. Yeah, that's pretty much what the Norse stuff is. But they actually had a name for it. Um Ginunga Gap. Mind the Nunga Gap. <laughs> Ginunga Gap. Okay. Mind, mind, the, mind the Ginunga Gap? <laughs> yeah. That's not easy to say, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Things get a little wishy-washy here, so... No it, kidding. <laughs> there was a... I don't know if the Ginunga Gap was before the two uh, realms or if the realms... The realms were already there, and then the Ginunga Gap was between the realms? I don't know. Anyway, the realms that came from this point, I'm going to read a quote directly from Matt Clayton's Norse mythology is there book. A, is there a book? Like, is there a, a Norse mythology Bible? I don't think so. Okay. Um, you could You could probably use Snorri Sturluson's well, it's called Prose Eda, and then there's a Poetry Eda. I think that's okay. what it is. So he wrote Prose Eda, and then I think people started interpreting it in the Poetic poetic Eda. That's what it is. Okay. But I don't think it's like a – it's not that the Bible's clear or anything, but I don't think it's like the Bible. Okay. All right, I got you. Because there's a million and one stories, and they're told a million and one ways, and there's details and – and all the different sources that I was getting, there's different details in each one. And, yeah, we'll get to it, but there's one particular detail in the creation of Midgar that I'm like, what? Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing that. <laughs> all right, so here's the quote from Matt Clayton's book, and this is uh, the creation from nothing into something. The world began as it would end in fire. From the primordial chaos which held neither day nor night, sea nor land, 
life, nor death, a spark arose. The flame feeding on its own hunger raged and spread and became the bright, hot world of Muspelheim, a living furnace which poured rivers of fire and blasts of hot air into the surrounding void. Once heat and light existed, their opposites also came into being. Across the universe, from Muspelheim, another world took shape, Niflheim, ice-bound, dark, and deadly cold. From Niflheim, a venomous, chilling wind poured into the void and a slow river of grinding ice. Ice and fire met in the emptiness. There were terrible explosions, and the void was filled with flying sparks and shards of shattered ice with fountains of water and jets of stream. The collision birthed the frost giant Emir. He was strong and cold and deadly as the breath of Niflheim, but he had the fire, spark of life in him. Emir sweated as the sparks flew around him, and from the sweat drops, new giants came to life. So giants were made out of sweat? <laughs> yes. But the That's, first uh, one was made from fire and ice. Yeah, so that was the the creation coming together. The two opposites coming together to form Emir, the first primordial god okay. of, of Norse mythology. So within, well, we could say him, but... As time went on, people started to realize that Emir was both a hermaphrodite who had, who was able to create from themselves, produced asexually. Hermaphrodite can't do that. A hermaphrodite can't do that. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess a hermaphrodite being with both sexes in a single organism. Ah, uh, yes. Maybe. But you can't. I'm pretty sure hermaphrodites don't have all the ability to create from themselves as human hermaphrodites. I mean, how would you bend it, you know? <laughs> it's like a dispenser on one end and then you just rub it in the other end. <laughs> Come on, man. This is a family show. Whoa. That was my mic springing off. Emir, Mimir, whatever is pissed off at <laughs> no, you. No, Mimir comes later. Mimir? Talk about Emir. Emir. Y M I R. Okay. So Muspelheim was the fire realm. Niflheim was the ice realm. And when those came together, they created Emir. He was the giant who could create from himself. But then for. Uh, I read both. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is here. There was a a giant in Muspelheim, Suter, or Sut. Now I don't know if he was there before Emir, or if he if he was one of Emir's offspring. That I that's not entirely clear. One says one way, and another says another way. He could be a stepbrother, half brother. <laughs> he could be a son. I don't know. But so, what I do know is so Suter was part of this religion is not clear. <laughs> part of <laughs> it's a little confusing. No, you not. mean <laughs> it's a little bit fuzzy? Huh. that's strange. Weird, right? Yeah. And out of nowhere, this is where um, Aerith Harger has a problem. Out of nowhere, so we have if Suter was already there, and he was born of the fire. And Emir was born of the fire and the ice, who could then create. Out of nowhere, there's a cow. Just a cow. Yeah, just a cow that 
nourished emir. So he didn't make Somehow. the cow. The cow just No, he didn't make the cow, so yeah, what what the hell? See? Unraveled right there. Makes no right. sense. That's what Case closed, episode over. <laughs> it's it's all over. We just broke it. Sorry. Uh, one of the good. kids is coming in. Anyway, th- that's the problem that Aerith has with this is that the cow came out of nowhere. Now, one one thing says that it was also uh, Adunla is the name of the cow that fed Emir with its uh, four udders, four rivers of nourishing milk. You know, Ymir has to be nourished somehow, right? Yeah, I mean, he can't create his own nourishment. If he's not <laughs> nourished, how can he create? Exactly. Chicken or the egg? And then they were, what? Chicken or the egg? Is it Emir oh, or the right. cow? Right. So then for some reason, uh, well, Emir is the creation of all, no, he is responsible for the creation of all other giants. And there were two, There, it gets kind of specific here, there was Two that came from his his legs or his armpits, but they don't say who. I know it's getting crazy. It's getting crazy. And these are from his sweat. Yeah, there was two that came from his sweat. I think there was three altogether, but they didn't really have names, as far as I understand. That was it. Only three. Well, then from there they there was more. Oh, uh, okay. They they created more from there, but Emir was only the. The original giver of life. Oh, like how God created Adam and Eve, and then he was like, do your thing. Right. Okay. But there's a very interesting, and we should be able to get to it before the end of the episode, like straight up comparison to Adam and Eve later on. Not for Emir. Um, Where are we at? So Adumla was nourishing Emir, and then Adumla needed her nourishment, right? She's a, she's a cow. She needs to be nourished too, right? Well, you could just make grass. So she, uh, I don't know why you could just make grass, right? Yeah. So she started licking the ice of Niflheim. What the fuck? She's so big that she's nourishing Emir. There's Suter over there in Muswellheim, just hanging out, waiting for Ragnarok. <laughs> Somehow they already knew about Ragnarok before shipping even began. Well, God knew there was... Supposed to be an end for us, too, right? He created it knowing there was an end. So Emir knew there was an end. But also, I've eaten ice before, and I don't get any nourishment from that. This is a whole planet, dude. This is a whole realm of ice. A lot of minerals in that ice, I guess. Well, as she was licking, she started licking the ice up, and then some hair came out. Of the ice? face. Yeah. And then there was a face, and then there was Bori. This seems like some weird Adult Swim cartoon or something. <laughs> Just licking the ice, and all of a sudden it's like, people. Here now, I am. There, there was, there's one thought that uh, Bori was, he he was created from the sweat of Emir, and then he froze on Niflheim before Adumla started licking at the ice on Niflheim. Fucking Emir couldn't even make him a coat. Give no, my man a just, parka. There he goes. See ya. No parka, no nothing. Son of a bitch, man. Just froze him. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, well, let me back up a little bit. So 
Emir began to have children asexually. Creatures of all kinds, especially giants, would pop out of his armpits, legs, anywhere there was sweat, and anywhere else someone could think of. All gods in Norse myth are said to be from giants. Emir in particular as well. All threads lead back to Emir in this world. It's, it's argued whether Suter is the half-brother or the son of Emir. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember back to God of War. And I know it's not spot on. But I know they did a lot of research for that game. And I don't, I didn't think it said that all gods came from giants, but there were, um, there were giants because in the game, if you haven't, you haven't played it yet, you want me to tell you the end? <clears throat> I think I've got an idea about the end. Do you want me to say it or you want me to hold off? Yeah, go ahead, say it. So at the end, you know, you're going through, you, you get to the end of the game, you got your son, uh, fuck. Why can't I remember his name? Is the guy just... the <clears throat> Oh yeah, Atreus. Atreus. He just calls him boy the whole he, boy, <laughs> boy. But um, yeah. By the end, he finds out that he's part giant, and then he was like, he fu- he sees he he was depicted on the wall, and uh, what? <clears throat> he's like, why did they call me Loki? He asks his dad, why did they call me Loki? And then what? Yeah, and then Kratos was like. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Gotta kill my boy. Oh, shit. Yeah, so the way... I don't remember what they said specifically about it, but it, it didn't seem like they... It seemed like they were saying, like, some gods were part giant, other gods were... So it seems like it's a little different here. I could have misinterpreted what they were saying in the game, but... Well, I think... um the The ancestors of everybody we know from Norse mythology... Everybody came from the early, this early giant, Emir. Yeah, I mean, if that's what the story says, and they just didn't then, convey that in the game. I mean, it just started trickling down from there. I think everybody has a little, everybody has a little giant in them. That's kind of cute. Yeah. Little giant's because a good ladder. A, what? Little giant, it's a good ladder. <laughs> little giant. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't there uh, like a Disney football movie, Little Giants? Yeah, it was a funny movie. Pee-wee football? Mm-hmm. We don't call it Pee-wee anymore. It's flag football. Well, I think that's different. I think flag football what? actually uses flags. Pee-wee football is tackle. It's just for little kids. Oh, so it's like uh, the the older level of you graduate from flag, then you go to you start tackling. I don't know. I mean, I wish flag football was around when I was a kid. I would have loved to play that. That would have been fun as shit. We go to... My kids do cheer, and we go to those games all the time. The flag football games? Flag football games? now. Yeah. Do they wear pads? But now, what? Do they wear pads? Yeah, the whole nine yards, everything. Uh, okay. But they don't, they just run it to the end zone. They can't punt or anything. So they just, they have a starting point. So they don't punt, they don't uh, do a field goal kick, they don't do any of that. They're just all it's so, just fucking playing mad in there, just always going for it on fourth down. Every time. It's like fourth and twenty six. Going for it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're doing it. It's fun though. Yeah, it seems fun. I mean if for no reason, just go check it out sometime. People like, come what up f- next fall. <laughs> Those like why the fuck is that guy, that weird guy standing over there by the fence watching my kid? <laughs> but <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, I'm cool, man. I'm cool. Just want to see what it's all about. There's so many people that show up. It it's free here. You don't have to pay for it. 
You just park and then you just set in the bleachers and watch. Or you can go sit in somebody's yard and then somebody will question you. Fuck you doing oh, in my yeah. yard. You know my yard. Oh, yeah, because of the way that your field is up there. Yeah. We're just right in somebody's. It, it's, uh, I don't know who owns that. It, maybe it's one landowner or maybe it's a fire hole where it's at. Yeah, I mean, if those people right there, if they're cutting their grass and they lose, you know, the brakes go out on our mower, they're going crashing right into the field. <laughs> yep. You know, I mean, it's like, a, like here's a house, boom, straight drop to the 50-yard line. Damn right. <laughs> All right. How about a break? Oh, yeah. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, now we we got our heads cleared. We're gonna back it up just a little bit to talk a little bit more about Emir and Suter before we get to Bori and his offspring. Okay. Um, resources clash on this on Emir's offspring. It can be assumed that Suter is the offspring of Emir, but who knows really? The alternative is that Suter came before Emir. As the story goes, Suter showed up in the darkness, touching the world with his sword to create the Realm of Fire. The Realm eventually got close enough to the Realm of Ice that Emir was frozen under. Once close enough, the fire caused the ice to melt, which released Emir from his frozen prison. So it is possible that Emir and Suter could be half-brothers, but there's no way to be certain. So there's one story that says Emir was created because fire and ice came together and created emir out of those two elements and then he started producing and created suitor or suitor was already there and emir was already there on the other side because emir is more often related to an ice giant than he is a creation giant okay okay it, but who knows not me nope hardly me either <laughs> uh, but they they both play an important role ultimately in Ragnarok. Emir not so much, but Suter is more direct in Ragnarok. We'll get into that. Episode 3. Weeks from now. <laughs> Adunla, the cow, came into being and she mm, she fed Emir and his children, but she was also thirsty and she quenched her thirst on the ice. And then that's when Bori started to emerge from the ice. Bori was as beautiful as he was strong, and he wanted others of his own kind. He made his own son, Bor. So somehow, Bori created a son. Okay. Uh, I guess he had the ability to produce asexually also. Offspring son, not in the sky son. Uh, right, yes, S-O-N, yeah. not S-U-N. Right, okay. And then uh, Bori's son was Bor, so this is pretty much agreed upon across the stories that Bori came from the ice and then he created Bor. So Emir was Bor's grandfather in direct line. Okay. 
And then Boar fell in love one of with one of the giantess. I don't know where this is confusing me too. I don't know. She must have just been part of I'm sure it's in a detail somewhere, but I didn't get it. Besla is the giantess name, and she must have just been created from Suter's offsprings or one of the many children that Emir had. I don't know. But anyway, Boar uh married Besla or had Boar sons with Besla, and their sons were Odin, Vili, and V. Okay. Did you know Odin had brothers? Uh I want to say yes, but I they don't really do much for Norse mythology overall. They might have a story later on, but they don't really do. Well, I mean, one of their greatest feats together as three brothers, they had a huge thing. They what? But they 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 did something really significant right here in the beginning oh. of their lives. Okay, but you never heard of him before, or maybe you did. Uh, it sounds familiar that he had brothers, but. I don't know. I, I'd be lying if I said I knew for sure that I knew that. What they did here in the beginning. Um, they don't really... I don't know if anything gets into the detail as to why they decided to do this. Unless it was just part of the cycle of life. Or if Emir pissed him off somehow. Or if Emir didn't like his children, his direct descendants, being descendants of giants also i don't know it was some something weird but anyway odin vili and v killed emir so their great-grandfather essentially they killed him he was a giant he was more massive than than they are yeah there's a lot of that in the, in this mythology right a lot of sons killing their fathers kill yeah <clears throat> uh, fun maybe the giant didn't approve of his offspring marrying gods instead of one another Maybe both Odin and Ymir wanted to claim the whole world for their own people. Whatever the case may be, Odin and his brothers won. Ymir was dead in the void between the world of fire and the world of ice. And then, Ymir's blood rose in a great flood and drowned the other frost giants. All but the giant Bergelmeyer and his wife. Bergelmeyer? Bergelmeyer. Uh, well, this... I... I keep forgetting to say a quote from his book, but this is this is another quote from Matt Clayton's book, and this one's pretty long. So, because I, I didn't want to reword it because it sounded so awesome. Okay, just like the first part. So here we go. While the others fought, Bergelmir had built a great ship, and as the flood rose, he and his wife went into their ship and rode the blood tide to a safe place beyond the reach of the young gods. Odin and his brothers turned from fighting to building. They took Ymir's body and reshaped it into a world, a flat ring set midway between the worlds of ice and fire in a place of flowing water and mild air. Did you catch that? I sure did catch that, my <laughs> friend. A flat ring, eh? Flat ring. So what's that tell you? That we're living in Halo. <laughs> that's a different kind of ring. That's a... That was I guess it's not flat, is it? It's like the thing yeah. from Interstellar. Yeah. Damn it, we talked about it on one of the episodes. Living in space or something. Yeah. Uh, There's a name for that where it's it's a ring where the gravity is, as it's spinning, it gives you the gravity. Yeah, I forget what it's called. I don't know. Anyway. It was in one of our episodes. Yeah. All right, to continue the quote, 
Ymir's icy blood became the world's lakes and seas, his flesh and bones of the land and the mountains. His skull was set up above the world, becoming the arch of the sky. The gods took fire from the sparks of Muspelheim and threw them into the air beneath that arch to give light to the world. On the outer margins of that world, beside the endless sea that marked its boundary, was a wasteland inhabited by Bergomir's children and their children, the giants who remembered Ymir's death and waited for their chance to avenge it. But in the middle of the world, the gods raised a defensive wall, built from Ymir's eyebrows, to keep the giants at bay. I know, it, it's He's got to go to a fucking salon, dude, get those things plucked. <laughs> what do they do with the, with the, the string? Ping. Called twining or some shit like that? I don't know. That's what the gods did with Ymir's brows. They twined it to form the walls around Midgard. <laughs> did they use just each individual hair and then... Like a, you know what I mean? Like a fucking picket fence? Like a redwood. Boom, boom. (laughs) This defended land was called Midgard, the world of men. Here, after chaos and war, there was rest and order and the beginning of another kind of life. The sun warmed the earth. Green plants sprang up and grew. Odin and his brothers took two trees, shaped them in the image of the gods, breathed life into their flesh, and inspiration into their souls. Ask was the first man, and Embla the first woman. And from those two came all the people of the world. What was his name, Ask? Yeah, A-S-K, or Asker. It was A-S-K-R is okay. another way that they spelled it. But Embla was still Embla, E-M-B-L-A. Now, I tried to figure out, and I was trying to look at Old Norse alphabet translations to see if there was some way Ask was directly related to Adam and Embla to Eve. If somehow the runes, the alphabet, the Norse alphabet was formed in some way that A-S-K-R looked like A-D-A-M. Well, I mean, it's fairly interesting that Adam is Ask and Eve is Embla. Right. They start the same way. Yeah. That is pretty interesting. So I don't know if that's a Snorri Sturluson thing where he's just like, well, I'll just make some shit up. What can I? They're kind of related. But he made the the dude's name shorter and the woman's name longer, where Adam is longer than Eve. Right. Hmm. So I don't know if he was taking some artistic creativity with that part or if, in fact, through the time that it was always asking them in the Norse religion or Norse um, stories. Well, we've talked about this before, how, like, all these stories, not all of the stories, but stories from different religions line up in, like, a, a strange way. Like, these people never met those people and those people never met these people way over here. <clears throat> Excuse me. But somehow... They all have like a, a general story, and like what? Right. What is it? What is that? I don't know. It's always it always seems to, and uh, I really like learning about uh, that. Eris Harger he had a whole like fifty minutes that he talked about Guninga uh, Gap, Guninga Gap. Can't even say it when I'm trying to say it. Funny every time. Sound I great it. in my head. <laughs> uh, but he kept talking about that like it's. All the potential in the nothing. It seems like every creation story 
from any religion, from any tales passed down, there's always – there was nothing and then there was something from all stories. Yeah, and then humans came to be and there was always a flood and, you know, I mean, like there was like – Yeah, a restart. There's always going to be an end and that end has a term and, you know what I mean, and that it's going to wipe us all out. And it just – it well, with the exception of like Buddhism, I think, where – I don't know if they have an end. They just keep, I almost said recycling. Reincarnating. Resurrecting. Reincarnating. (laughs) Not resurrecting. That's something else, too. Yeah, you're getting all confused, man. Recycling, (laughs) you're you're thinking about the fucking Mother Earth. You're a hippie, you know? (laughs) Well, this this body's not too bad. It just has a little, we'll just uh, take that kidney out. That one busted in there, so we could just reuse this one. Yeah. It's resurrecting, recycling. That's a number four body right there. <laughs> That's still good. Keep it going. Bring it back out. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I was going to get into from the north-mythology.org. Who was who thought it was a good idea to make TH and S sounds so similar. And then just start jamming words together. Dumbasses. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the meaning of the name Ask is Ash Tree. A fitting name since the pair was made from the tree trunks of uh, Yggdrasil. Didn't even get into Yggdrasil yet. Holy crap. Before episodes. <laughs> The meaning of Embla's name is more elusive. Some of the main scholarly guesses so far are elm, water pot, and vine. If vine is correct, it could be a sexual metaphor. Vines were used as kindling and the drills were made of harder wood, so the drill, which corresponds to ask, would make a fire, which corresponds to life, by boring into the vine, which corresponds to Embla. Man, that was the weirdest porn I just read. Yeah, uh, some weird fanfic right there. <laughs> I mean, it, they really, they just stretched it, buddy. Like, that that seems like quite a stretch to me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. That's, it's possible. I, I mean, buy a, that one. a lot of this stuff is maybe a if stretch. You walk in the grocery store and you picked up uh, that romance novel and you just started reading about how vines were used as kindling and the drills were made of harder wood. So mm-hmm. the drill, which corresponds to ask, would. Make a fire. Oh, stop, dog. Stop, dude. You're getting me all hot and bothered <laughs> over here. That's where we're at with them, I think. Uh, what? What do you mean, what? Ask an Oh, you were just like, that's where we're at with them. And I'm like, it seemed like you were ending. No, we're like, not done yet. <laughs> I was like, uh, should I hit the button? Should I not hit the button? Nope, we're getting there. Uh, the gods also took the maggots that gnawed Ymir's flesh and gave them a human-like form and breathed oh. wisdom into them. Yeah. These became the race of dwarves who shared the world with humans, uh, not always happily. Okay. I thought I was, a, I was there for a second. I thought you were going to say that humans are maggots now. Maybe we are. Maybe we are the maggots. You we're know, locusts. I mean? we're, yeah, we're a parasite upon the earth. <laughs> no, because you know how they say that they found a, a giant skeleton. Maybe they were the original humans. They were from Ask and Embla. 
<laughs> and then we're just the fucking maggot dwarves <laughs> that are left over. That's why we're so fucking little. That could be. Or the earth is getting larger and gravity is increasing. So we're getting shorter? Yeah, but that's not true because every, every generation is getting taller. Are they? I don't know. Does a miracle grow? Yeah, I think Jesus Christ was like four foot tall. Until you get older and then you shrink back down. Yeah, well, it's a balance. You know what I mean? But isn't there... Nobody talks about it or they they don't talk about it in the mainstream. But haven't they found giant skeletons for real? I mean, I've heard stories about it. There's a... Oh, man, what is that guy's name? He's really popular for talking about this shit. He was on a few podcasts I listened to. Ah, fuck. I I can't remember. But yeah, he. I mean, he straight up said that soldiers went to Afghanistan and they were training for a mission and they were taught for target practice to... They were shooting really high and they're like, what the fuck are we doing? Why are we shooting so high? And the guy's like, shut the fuck up, just shoot high. I fucking told you to shoot high. Just shoot fucking high. (laughs) And then they go towards this cave and out comes a fucking giant. And they're like, oh shit, this is why we're shooting high. (laughs) What's that fucking guy's name, man? I'll look it up while you fucking talk. All right. Um, You were, as you were talking about all that, I, I was telling the guy at work about this research that I was doing, and he goes, oh, dude, I, was, I watched this movie called Troll Hunters. It was, it's in, it's in Norse or it's in Norwegian, but you could, the subtitles are in English, and you can read it, but in that, I didn't watch it. He was just telling me about it. I just watched a scene with it, and he showed me a clip. It's pretty fucking wild. I might want to watch it. But in that, in the story of that movie, what they did was the you know how they have the electrical transmission lines or telecommunication lines that run from uh, continent to continent mm-hmm. under the ocean? Yeah. Supposedly, that is the electric fence to keep the giants in the Arctic Circle. <laughs> why not? Right? Wow, I can think of plenty <laughs> of reasons why not. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a buried electric fence. I'm Fuck trolls it, right? Giant trolls don't like that. <clears throat> All right. So here's the uh, the dwarves. This is from Norse-mythology.org also. A dwarf is a certain kind of invisible being in the pre-Christian mythology and religion of the Norse and other Germanic peoples. No one really knows what the word dwarf and its cognates originally meant, but there's no indication that it had anything to do with a small stature, a characteristic which is never mentioned in in an ancient description of these beings. I just lost your video for half a second there. Yeah, this stupid piece of shit camera I have, uh, it loses <clears throat> autofocus. <clears throat> so I've found that if I... So I'll turn it off on Zoom or whatever, and then okay. when I turn it back on, it seems to get back together. I'm looking at the stream now to see if it got a little better. Yeah, it did. Uh, <laughs> the, okay. <clears throat> That guy's name, before I forget, is L.A. Marzuli. L.A. Marzuli. Yeah, like L.A., like Los Angeles, the initials, Marzuli. And he talks about giants and finding giants and the Nephilim and all that. All right. Mm-hmm. And the real world. Yeah, yeah. He he swears that they're real. Real giants. Yeah. 
Now, you said people are starting to get taller again. Now, I wonder if we are, if we came from giants, just a crazy, just a crazy thought. Just stream of consciousness here. That's what we do. We came from giants, and it was a mutation or uh, a lesser trait that turned us into, that made us become short. And we just bred the giant out of humans somehow. Somehow it it cleared out. But it's still a recessive trait that there's a giant. There's a little giant in us. I said at the beginning. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. I <laughs> I think you're also sh- stretching there. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Know. All right. I mean, we could think about it. So your your great 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 grandkids are going to be seven and a half feet tall. Uh, it's possible. And then their their great 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 grandkids are going to be eight. They're going <laughs> to have to change the uh, definition of regulation uh, basketball hoop because eventually, here in about two hundred and twelve years, they're going they're just going to be able to just reach over and put it in. Yeah, yeah. I think we still have the issue of. Uh, gravity. I think we just won't be able to get. I don't understand, like the stress on a giant's joints. Like I know they weren't only tall. I know they were fucking wide too. Like, like an elephant. Like the, uh, the different portrayals of giant spiders in movies. A giant spider would never be able to walk on spindly legs. It, they would. Their legs would be as wide as an entire elephant. Exactly. They were that fucking big. Exactly, yeah. But I don't know. A fucking giraffe is pretty fucking tall. But they yeah, use four legs. They use four legs. They don't use two. We start fucking hunching over again and then walking like <laughs> apes. Gorillas. Dragging our knuckles. Yeah, our arms will suddenly start getting super long. We're like, what the fuck? All right, I guess it's I got to evolu- fucking lean over now. It's evolving just backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's what it is, man. Maybe we all evolve backwards. Eventually, humanity is going to turn back into dinosaurs. Finally. Some good news. Yeah, man. What kind of dinosaur would you want to be? Ooh. I don't know about a T-Rex. See, I, I think like a T-Rex now with short arms. Yeah, I think a T-Rex is what everybody's going to say. But nah. if everybody's a T-Rex, then nobody's a T-Rex. You know what I'm saying? If everybody's yeah. a T-Rex, then nobody's badass. If everybody's vaccinated, nobody's vaccinated. I'm all fucked up. <laughs> I think I'd want to be a raptor. They're pretty dope. A raptor? Yeah, because they're a little one fast and <laughs> ferocious. Yeah. That's a oh, fucking man. dinosaurs are even real. I don't know about that either. First one that came to my mind is Stegosaurus. I feel like there's things would always get stuck on things. There's things on your back? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That was the first one that, first one that came to my mind. Triceratops would be pretty okay. Yeah, that one would be pretty cool. We still have those today. They're rhinos. I don't know if that's true. I, I just made that up. I think I just made that up. I mean, I didn't read it anywhere. I thought rhinos were just fat unicorns. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know who taught you that, but uh, I think they were wrong. Or is it the uh, narwhals are just submarine unicorns? That might be. That- does that, that sound better? Does that feel your yeah. narrative better? Yeah, that definitely sounds better to me. <laughs> All right. Back to the dwarves. Uh, the dwarves are pitch black in appearance. Like like black, black. Like not... Like shadows? 
Like shadow people? Yeah, like shadows. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're, they live in the underground world of Svartalfheim. Svartalfheim. Could you spell it? S V A R T A L F H E I M. There's too many letters for me to even follow. I don't remember what you said. <laughs> Svartalheim, a place which was probably thought of as a labyrinth complex of mines and forges. Sounds fun, right? Want to go there? Oh, I'm, I keep thinking of my game, but I'm thinking of the realm of the elves, not the dwarves. Well, that's Alfheim. Yes. I was like, that didn't sound right. Yeah. So the gods created, so we had Muspelheim and Niflheim in the beginning, and they created Midgard to protect their new creations, the humans. Is that because we're so weak and like little bitches compared to these other things? We're pets. Wow. Damn. We're nothing. All right, maybe we'll get into the the cosmos, the Norse cosmos real quick. That might be the end for this one. Didn't even get into. We hardly touched on Odin. You said his name a few times. Don't know. Don't know anything about Thor. Got a little bit asking Embla in there. All right, here we go. Besides Asgard, there was Muspelheim, Niflheim, Midgard. Midgard is the home of mankind. This was the Middle World or Middle Earth amidst the nine realms. Vanaheim is the territory of Vanir gods. Didn't even get into that. There's Acer gods and there's Vanir gods. The Vanir gods, this is a place of wilderness, lawlessness, and chaos, though perhaps not as much as some other realms. After the Acer-Vanir war, these two bands of gods developed a far closer relationship. They not only exchanged hostages to strengthen their mutual bond, but they were indications that the Vanir goddess Freya was actually Frigg, Odin's wife. They didn't even get into that yet. That was in a game. Veneer gods and Acer gods? Yeah, and then Freya, she was like a basically a fucking hippie. She's the uh, party girl of the gods. And she was she was banished. According to the game, she was banished. I don't know if I want to step on your toes here, though. Yeah, do it. Do it. Well, might get into it in the next one. I don't know. She was banished to uh, whatever realm they found her in. I, I, I guess Midgard. And uh, she wasn't allowed to return home, although she could see home because she was able to conjure a spell so she could look out her window and see home, but she could never go back. I don't know if that comes up or if that was just part of the story that they made up in the game or what, but... I think so. Because I don't don't have any information about her being banished. There was an interesting... It'll it'll come out in the the tales and stories, but there's an interesting thing about uh, hostage exchange, or I I guess that was pretty much the end of the Acer Vanier War. But we'll we'll talk about that later. Okay. So try, we're still talking about the origins and creations <laughs> of the world. Well, that's what it's fucking titled. What? It's titled the fucking origins. That's what this yeah, one's yeah, titled. Yeah. Uh, then we have uh, Jotunheim or Jotunheim. The land of the giants, mm. a third group of powerful gods. These were frequently seen as enemies of humanity and the other gods, though there were exceptions. Loki, for instance, was an adopted brother of Thor, but frequently annoyed everyone with his tricks, pranks, and betrayals. Uh, Niflheim was a primitive ice world. Muspelheim, primeval realm of fire. Alfheim, 
was the realm of elves. Svartalfheim was the land of dwarves. And then there's Hel, the dominion of the goddess of the same name and realm of the dead, also called Helheim. It's that that one really is interesting to me because it is the complete opposite of it, I mean it is their hell, correct? It's their it's a that was another thing. It's a little bit wishy-washy. It's the realm of the dead. So it's where anybody goes when they're dead. Okay. But if it seems like if parties agree, then there could be they could come back out of there and be alive again. And and then what? Then you go to Valhalla. Well, that's another thing that's super weird. So in some stories, Valhalla is like this super special guest house outside of Odin's castle. Or Valhalla is Odin's castle. And the warriors that he chooses to be in his final battle, that's another thing that's similar to Christianity. If you are a good Christian, then you go to heaven and you wait for the final battle between good and evil, heaven and hell. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Norse mythology. So one arm of it, one set of stories says that Valhalla was right there with Odin. And then there's another set of stories saying that it's that's another part of hell. So in hell, you have the people that are not going to be part of the final battle over there hanging out with hell herself, who is the daughter of Loki. We didn't even get into that yet. We didn't even get to Loki. And then the and then the other part of hell is is Valhalla. It's already it's the realm of the dead. Whether the the good dead are over there and the bad dead are over here. So it's like hell, Helheim. Is it like heaven and hell? In a yeah, sense? kind of. A, I guess it's more of a purgatory. It's like divided. So is it divided yeah. where like every dead person goes here, but then you shitheads go over there? Yeah, we got a bouncer at the door. Yeah, we part VIP, baby. Exactly. That's what they do in Valhalla. They fight each other all day to keep themselves strong and uh, good for the final battle. And then at the end of the day, they just kind of get put back together, whether they get all fucked up and they're just laying on the, the practice battlefield in pieces, whatever they do. They fight all day, get fucked up, and then at night they party. And then the next day, do it again. I don't know. It sounds a bit uh, not fun. A little tedious? You just want to drink all day? Or you want to fight yeah. all the time? No, I Fuck don't. Fuck you up? Nah. <laughs> I'm already dead. I already did all my fighting, dude. I don't want to fight more. But you're there because you're a badass fighter. I know, but everyone else is too. I'm just up there getting my fucking arms chopped off. Well, then you get put back together at the end of the day. Yeah, but do I feel it? Do I feel uh-huh. my arm? Well, see, fuck all that, dude. I'd rather go fucking hang out with hell. <laughs> Maybe it's like um, oh, what the, friendly fire. <laughs> they will chop your arm off, but you're fine. But if the enemy chops your arm off, then you're fucked up. Ah, uh, okay. Then it hurts. See, I might be able to talk, except I'm not good with blood. You know, if I saw... <laughs> it's friendly fire. There's no blood. You just, your left arm gets cut off and it's just over there. All right. Fuck, well, I can't use my left arm until what? When we're resetting this tonight, guys, 6.45? Okay. <laughs> Come to think of it, I probably just wouldn't be a very good warrior. <laughs> so the Valkyries wouldn't pick you. Ouchie! 
Is that blood? Ah! I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> don't take me. <laughs> That's a... Yeah, we'll get into some of the... There were times in the Valkyrie story. You know what the Valkyries are? Wait, do I know what the Valkyries are? I don't know. Do you? Okay, I know of the Valkyries. I know of them. I know what they are in that game. The Council of Nine? Maybe. Okay. You tell well, me. Nine's a big deal in Norse because so many reasons. There's nine realms. There's They think the nine is... Uh, it's a multiple of 27. So then they counted a month as 27 days. So that was it was 27 days, according to them, that it took the moon to come back around. From okay. full phase to full phase was 27 days. And then, I don't know, science came along. It was like, actually, it's 27 days, 6 hours, 32 minutes. Just calm down. And we got a fucking leap year in here somewhere. <laughs> then we had to fuck with all the days of the month. Like some months have 31. So then this other month has to have 29. And then, then most months have 30. What the fuck? Stop fucking with it. We got to recite a fucking little, uh, little song to remember how many days are in each month. 30 days. I know. Why can't it just be fucking 27 and leave it alone? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck, man? <laughs> and then make that leap year, make it shorter by nine days or whatever the fuck you know what i mean like just right. keep all the the months the same except for leap year month bye bye the whole years the whole leap year every every month has another day and leap year yeah i don't know leap a year i don't know fucking science the cult of science that's it uh a valkyrie choosers of the fallen is a female helping spirit of the god odin the modern image of the Valkyries as elegant, noble maidens bearing dead heroes of Valhalla is largely accurate for what it is, but a highly selective portrayal that exaggerates their pleasant qualities. To some extent, this tendency toward sanitization is present even in the later Old Norse sources, which focus on their love affairs with human men and their assisting Odin in transporting his favorites among those slain in battle to Valhalla where they will fight by his side during Ragnarok. Fuck Odin. What the fuck, Odin, dude? dude Christian God loves everybody. It's supposed, he's supposed to love everybody, right? He's yeah. protecting everybody, but he's like, look, here. You're my if favorite. I'm going to protect everybody, I got to stack my team. Yeah. So I'm going to pick my favorites. You're all my favorites, but I'm going to pick you know, the, <laughs> the, the, good, the good ones. And he's like, Broomhild, see that one over there? Go over that one. Just kill him now. He's so good right now. Just kill him now. That's the story. That's one of the stories. Told her, that Valkyrie, to go kill that specific one because I want that specific one now. Damn, man. Yeah, it's fucked up. And then she's like, hmm, he's good, but he's not as good as this other one. I'm going to kill this guy and send him to Odin instead. And then when he got to Odin, Odin's like, what the fuck did you do? I didn't want him. The fuck out of here. You're oh, exiled. I thought you pointed to him. Oh, shit. My bad, dude. <laughs> when she, he sent her off. Done. You're done being a Valkyrie. Get the fuck out of here. There's a whole story. In the game, I, guess, I think they all, like all the Valkyries got locked up and you have to battle them to set them free. What? 
Yeah, it's something strange like that. Like they they are females and they they have like wings and shit and they can fly, but uh, you have to fight them and defeat them to set their Valkyrie spirit free. And you take this like the helmet back to the the, the area where there's not the Council of Nine, and you set it okay. on the chairs on the seats, and then you got to fight the fucking Big Mama Valkyrie. The Big Mama Valkyrie. Yeah, I forget what her name is, but they're tough. I haven't done it. What do you mean you haven't done it? You didn't beat God of War? I didn't beat the Valkyries. That's an optional thing. What? That's kind of cool. That's an optional. You don't have to do it. Yeah. What do you get if you do? Uh, Something. <laughs> what? A, okay. I don't remember. I've seen I've seen people do it, but it, Man, it's very I think, tough. I think I'll get into that game while I'm doing this research. You have that game? Yeah, yeah, I have it on PS5. It was one of the PS Now free things. And you haven't played it? I fucking love No Man's Sky, and I love Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Well, I assure you, you will absolutely love God of War. Good. Hands I'll down, get into it. I'm not kidding. It could be one of the best games I've ever played. I played all the other God of War games. After I played this one, I went back and played the old one. I went back and bought old ones because I didn't have them. But they were fun for what they were. Fuck yeah, they were good, dude. I remember when I got God of War 3 on PS3, and I wanted my brother to borrow it. I got it for Christmas, and we were coming down a week later. I wanted him to borrow it for him to play it and check it out. This was, you know, when I got a PS3 years and years and years ago. Because mm-hmm. I thought, I think he played the other games too. The first boss... It's like as soon as you start the game, you're in fucking chaos. I think you were fighting Poseidon or oh, some yeah. sort of thing off Poseidon. Yeah. yeah. Madness. Immediately madness. But I kicked that game's ass in 11 hours and 19 minutes. Yeah. I remember you told me that because... It's my birthday. It took me longer to beat it, and I was like, fuck, I can't tell him how long it took me. <laughs> I forget how long it was, but it was it was longer than that. Damn. Was oh, that well. the one where you fight, uh, wow, uh... I don't know. Hades? I, I'm prob- Do you fight Hades in that one? Probably. The, he was fucking tough. Or was it, or was it, um, not War. Fuck's his name. Oh. Got the god of... No, you already got the god of war. What the fuck? Yeah. Ares. No, that was... I think he was in the first one. That was yeah. the first one. Yeah, that wasn't in three. It must have been Hades then. Yeah, Hades was fucking tough. He wasn't the. He was like one of the. He was one of the early on bosses. And it's crazy how the game just throws you into that. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking giant yeah. too. Yeah. Incredibly bigger than Kratos. But anyway, going off on a tangent, we did most of creation, Norse creation. God damn, there's so much left. Woo! Odin, damn. Odin damned. That's right. Now I gotta parse out all my notes because I have it all in one. Oh, yeah. I want to tell some tales because there is some crazy shit that these gods get up to. Loki alone. There's gonna be a lot of Loki. Some crazy shit. And then Odin with his one eye. Didn't even what? get in the Yggdrasil. What? Odin? Hmm? Odin with one eye? Yeah. Odin has one eye. Did he sacrifices eye for more knowledge. Hmm? Okay. We'll talk about it when we get to that part. 
Because oh. I, I know I'll remember. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we didn't even get into the gods, so I can't do the days of the week yet. We didn't even get into half their names. What? The, our day, the days of our week are named after Norse gods? Yep. Well, stay tuned, guys. <laughs> yep, we're going to end it right there. Um, I don't know. I would love to hear from somebody who, even a historian, would be awesome. Fuck historians. Fake ass. What? <laughs> fake ass history. <laughs> Fuck Snorri. Napping all fucking time. Snorri. Sterlison. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll write it. <laughs> anyway, hit us up on all the socials Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. You can either search Bring on the Weird on Apple Podcasts because it's not as easy as Podchaser. Or you can just do it on Podchaser. Podchaser.com slash Bring on the Weird. Give us five stars and I don't know. Tell us your favorite Norse god or favorite Norse story. There's a bunch. There's a lot. Uh, for now, uh, if you want some cool merch, go to myconspiracytees.com slash bring on a weird, tpublic.com and search bring on a weird, or zazzle.com slash store slash bring on a weird. And with the success of my vinyl pressed shirt that I have on right now, I didn't even show the. Uh, Rockfin people, the other side. Should I? Here at the end. Yeah, what are you gonna do? You're gonna take it off, or you're gonna stand around, turn around? I'm gonna turn it around. Oh, oh. There's gonna be some Ow. microphone craziness. But anyway, I think our plan now is to we we discussed it earlier. We're gonna do. Um, we're gonna launch a story after Christmas because if we launch it now and people want stuff for Christmas. Like this fucking guy. Can you see him? Yeah. With a good view? Yeah, I can see him. And we would never be able to deliver these before Christmas, so I think we'll launch the store shortly after Christmas. Yep. Yep. That'll be on our website. We'll tell you later. Yeah. But anyway, I think that's it. Yeah, buddy. Stay weird, world. We'll see you guys next time. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now 